you're about to do. We thank you for your word that is coming. We thank you that we're going to move in your word. Ignite our heart unto service. Ignite our love for you. I pray for the unction to teach and to instruct. The unction to inspire and to bless. I pray that the heart of your people will be good grounds for your word. That your word will yield in 30 folds, 60 folds, and 100 folds. In Jesus' precious name, I've prayed with thanksgiving. Everyone shall shout a big amen and give God a good clap. Please take your seat wherever you are. I wish that clap came up again for Jesus. One day I asked somebody, if we didn't meet Jesus, what would have happened to us? Today I want to ask you, if you didn't meet Jesus, where will you be? Where would you have been? Ask yourself, if Jesus did not come into your life, where would you have been? So anything we do for him, must not be because somebody is compelling us, but we cheerfully do it. If you understood what I just said, give Jesus a good hand clap. So tonight we, we are looking at a very interesting subject. We shall work for the Lord. We shall work for the Lord. We shall work for the Lord. Say, I will work for the Lord. Say, oh Lord, here am I. Use me for your glory. 1 Corinthians chapter 16, verse 15. I said to verse 16, but let's read it till I stop, maybe to 23. Give me... Um, Let's say NLT version. Yeah. You know that Stephanas or Stephanas and his household were the first of the harvest of believers in Greece. And they are sending their lives in service or they are spending their lives in service to God's people. Wow. They are spending their lives in service to God's people. I urge you, dear brothers and sisters, to submit to them and others like them who serve with such devotion. Hallelujah. I am very glad that Stephanas, Fortunatus, and Achaicus have come here they have been providing the help. Please help me with the feedback. Lower something. It's too loud for me. They have been providing the help you weren't here to give me. Verse 18. They have been a wonderful encouragement to me as they have been to you. You must show your appreciation to all who serve so well. Verse 19. The churches here in the province of Asia send greetings in the Lord as do Aquila and Priscilla and all the others who gather in their home for church meetings. Verse 20. 
all the brothers and sisters here send greetings to you. Greet each other with Christian love. Verse 21. Here is my greeting in my own handwriting. Paul. 22. If any does not love the Lord, that person is cursed. Our Lord come. Hey! Is it in the Bible? Do you see it in the Bible? If anyone does not love the Lord, that person is cursed. Our Lord come. 23. May the grace of our Lord Jesus be with you. My love to all. No, I'm looking for something. He mentioned a man's name. And I want you to see his name. Okay, that was in the verse 22. 1 Corinthians chapter 16, verse 22. Okay. Then give me the King James Version. So that man was, If any man love not the Lord Jesus Christ, let him be anatema ambaranata. Hey! A cursed man waiting for the coming of the Lord. Maranatha, the Lord cometh. May you love the Lord all the days of your life. I said, may you love the Lord all the days of your life. So it is, it is not proper for a Christian not to serve the Lord. It's not the way of the Lord. It's not the wish of God that you should not serve him. When we come into the kingdom, we come into the kingdom as sons, but we must serve as sons. They say addictions are bad, but not every addiction is bad. You can be addicted in serving the Lord, and such addiction is a good addiction. Tell somebody, be addicted in serving God. It is a blessing to serve the Lord. You must be so addicted to serving God that you cannot be separated from the work of God. I will give you the details of it. Just follow the teaching. And you see, one of the addictions we develop in life is when you wake up, you brush your teeth. Yes or no? Hello? It's an addiction. Yes or no? Let me see. Those who did not brush their teeth today, we will just show you the way. But one of the um, addictions we develop as people is that we bath every day. Is that we brush our teeth every day. Is that we keep a good body every day. One of the addictions I want to recommend to you as a Christian is that become addicted in your working for Jesus. Anybody that wants to follow God for a long time and get to know God must devote himself intentionally to serve Jesus. If you don't do that, I can promise you, you can be kicked out of the house. Until you become devoted in your service to Jesus, you may not last in the kingdom. 
The same way a man must be devoted in serving his wife and the wife must be devoted in serving the husband else the marriage will break. So also when you become born again, you need to give yourself up for work in the kingdom. Give the Lord a mighty clap of friend. The house of Stephanas was known in the church as the people, they were known as people who were addicted in serving God. So in this church, may you be known as somebody who is addicted in serving the Lord. May your house, may your family, may your husband, may your wife, may your children be known as people devoted to the work of God. I thought you say a big amen. You may never enjoy God. Listen. You may never enjoy God or never enjoy the church or never enjoy Christianity until you take a positive decision to work for Jesus. If you don't take that decision to find something to do in the house of the Lord and for God's people, you may never enjoy this thing we call Christianity. Christianity is best enjoyed when we give our life to total service to the Lord Jesus Christ. You see, you will feel like church is a burden when you are not seven. But immediately you start seven, you will see that church is a blessing. If you don't serve, you will feel like the church is a secondary matter. But immediately you start serving, you will realize that the church is actually the force you need to navigate yourself in this world. One question I want to ask. Please, can you reduce the monitors a bit for me? Or you don't understand English. One question I want to ask and I want you to answer it is that what did Jesus come into this world to do? Why should Jesus come into the world? Now the question is why did Jesus come into the world? Ask yourself. The China government will come to Ghana for parochial interest. Every loan they give to us, they have a reason. So there is a reason why Jesus left heaven and came on the earth. Answer it. <laughs> heaven with no trouble, all the glory, all the honor, all the splendor and all. Jesus leaves heaven and comes to the world. What did he come to do? To work for God. So whilst we are on earth, we are supposed to be working for God. But sometimes we live as Christians, we walk in the world, 
We do all that. We work for all kinds of companies. Some don't pay us well. Anybody that is underpaid, I change your, your, your profession. I change your workplace. You are not saying amen. amen. You are not saying amen. amen. Don't, don't make your mind like, oh, today is teaching seven, so no miracle can happen. <laughs> Anything can happen. If you are being underpaid, I change your workplace. So we work for all these companies and they retire us. And sometimes they give you a deep freezer and a television. (laughs) As for those companies, when you enter into a company, one of the things you should find out is that when I retire, what am I going to get? My end of service benefit. Don't look at your salary. It's not important. Ask of what happens to people who retire. Look for them and look at their state. If they are not in good condition, don't work for that company. But when you look at the kingdom of God, and you look at people who have worked for the kingdom, and you look at Father Abraham, you look at David, you look at Solomon, oh my God, I want to work for the kingdom. I pray for you today that a desire to work for the Lord will come upon you tonight in the name of Jesus. Somebody give the Lord a mighty clap offering in the house. John chapter 5 verse 36. John chapter 5 verse 36. He said, but I, have, I, I, but I have greater witness than that of John. For the works which the Father has given me to finish, the same works that I do, bear witness of me that the Father has sent me. So the reason why God sent Jesus to the world is to work the works of the Father. It's to work the works of the Father. I don't like a Christianity where I will dress and come to church and I go home. The church, they say, is not a supermarket. The church is a family. The church is the planting, Olivia. The church is not a salon. You go and do your hair and you leave. The church is not a rented house. You know, some Ghanaians who rent houses, they'll break all the louver blades. <laughs> Spoil the kitchen cabinets. And they don't care. They feel like when they replace it, they are doing it for somebody. The church is not like that. That is why you cannot come to church and you don't care what happens to the church. Because the church is your home. Your spiritual home is the church. And I pray that from tonight, something will shift in your mental faculties. Your amen is not strong. Give the Lord a mighty clap offering. No, the church is not a shrine. You don't maintain the shrine, do you? Hello? Is it that the place is too cold? Or you are not hearing me? Or you are too attentive? Which one? You are too attentive. Or the place is too cold? Or it's too hot? I should add this one. So you have to start getting used to cold weather.
One of the persons you must love as a Christian is to work for God. Some people see it as waste of time. Working for God in the sight of men is like you are wasting your time. What is all this business of going to church on Tuesday, going to church on Friday, uh, going to clean the place, going to... What, what, who, why? You are wasting your time. The church is using you. The pastor is using you. The, you are being used. Eh? You are not being used. It's a blessing for God to choose you. Hey, if you were working in a provision shop, be in Sakumono, and then Accra Mall calls you that come and sell there, you would be proud. <laughs> you are not a teller of a small provision shop in Sakumono village. You are now a teller or a seller or a one one a waiter or attendant. In a shop in Akramon. It's a privilege for God to point to you. Jude, lead prayer in my church. It's a privilege. It's a joy that God says, I want you. God, I'm not perfect. Yes, God said, you. Do this in the kingdom. What men will say, I'm not interested, but you, I want you to do this. It's a great privilege. Serving God is not, you know, you don't do the church a favor when you serve God in the church. You do yourself the greatest favor when you serve God and his people. True Christians work for God. True Christians are vessels and tools and, and, and items in the hands of God. True Christians are available for God to use them. True Christians are accessible for the kingdom. Some of us are too busy. We have no time. We have no space in our daily work. We just don't add church. No. If you are a Christian, we will see church in your blood. We must decide, as young as you are, you must decide to labor for God. You must decide to leave your footprint in the house of God. You must decide. You must decide to do something. You must decide to bleed on the altar. You must decide to possess your person in the work of God. The harvest is plenty. The harvest is plenty. The laborers are few. We need more intercessors who will pray for the church, who will pray for children, pray for pregnant women, pray for mothers, pray for fathers, pray for people who are not married, pray for people who are married, pray against divorce. We need people to be praying. Watchmen. Like we are too busy. We don't want to serve God. You know, we feel like, oh, it doesn't come with direct pay. Nobody will give you a paycheck for that. But God will reward you. I thought you would clap. John chapter 6 verse 28. John chapter 6 verse 28. The 
Bible said, Then said they unto him, What shall we do that we might work the works of God? They looked at how Jesus was working. They looked at his life. They said, What shall we do? I pray that that will be your question. That will be your burden. Lord, what do you, what would, you know, when, when Saul encountered Jesus on the road to Damascus, when he became conscious, the first question is, Lord, what would you have me do for you? Ask chapter 9. What would you have me do for you? That is the heart cry of a true born again believer. If you are truly born again, you cannot walk in and out of the church without having the tool in your hands working for God. Couldn't you get a scripture? What would you have me do for you? Today I was telling somebody that the devil wants the worldly people to have the money. Worldly musicians, you hear them bragging. I have 10 million dollars in my account. Drug dealers, they have the money. He doesn't want the money to come to the church because he knows that if a devoted Christian is having enough money, he knows how dangerous that person is. And one of the ways God can trust you is for you to work for him. When you work for him, he can trust you and put into your hands wealth that can change the life of many people. I want to ask you a question. If you had two sons, one is very diligent at what he does and one is lazy, who will you commit your treasures to? Yeah, the one who is seven the one who is working, the one who is diligent. And I'm going to show you at the, at the ending part of the message that there's going to be a difference between those who serve God and those who are not served. There will be a difference. Yes, there will be a difference. There will be a big difference. And I'll show you a few of the differences and then we'll go home. I'll leave you thinking. When you are going home, you'll be thinking tomorrow you wake up thinking and ask yourself, what am I doing in the kingdom? What am I doing for God's people? What am I doing for the church? What am I doing in the life and the ministry of my pastor? What, where is my, my, my position? My position. Do you know you are sitting on a chair? If the chair had two legs, you would have fallen. Every church will be stable when the church members take their position. Yeah. When we all take our positions, because there is something you will do, your brother cannot do. There is something your brother will do, if you try to do, you disgrace yourself. Some of you can never give announcement here. You will collapse. You will collapse. You will be there. And then, and then, every Tuesday, hey, hey, sorry, every Tuesday um, we meet at uh, 11 p.m. Oh, no, sorry. Um, uh, since 30, you, 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 you could have passed. Some of you too cannot sing. You can come for rehearsal on Saturday. Then when you come and stand here, you will just forget the first word. They will be playing the organ, playing the organ. They will go over. You have forgotten. Blackout. 
that you can stand there and smile and welcome somebody to church. Thank you, Akra. You can share your testimony with someone. And the person will say, ah, you have even suffered more than me and you have survived. Then I'll also make it. That is evangelism. When you go tell your story, somebody will say, ah, so if even you, you've been through this and you have survived, I will survive. We all have our portion. If those chairs don't have four legs and it was one, no matter how beautiful they were, you will not even want to sit on if you knew. It's time for everyone here to take his position as a son and a servant of the Lord Jesus Christ. I thought you are clapping. Jesus had no ambition, no vision, no goal, no mission, except one, to work for God. To work and work for him. You need to be like Jesus. If you are a chip of the block, you need to be like Jesus. You need to have a passion. A passion that drives you to work for him. Yes. You need, yes, doctor serve God. Dr. Luke. Matthew was a chartered accountant. He was working for Jesus. In fact, he was part of the 12. Not just the 120, but the 12. No matter how serious you are professionally, you can still have a space to serve the Lord Jesus Christ. I thought you were clapping. What shall we do to work the works of Christ? If you love Jesus, you will work for him. Many people don't love Jesus. We use our mouth to say we love him, but we actually don't love him. Yes. If you don't work for Jesus, you don't love him. I put it to you. Yeah. If you don't work for Jesus, you don't love him. Anyone that loves, that is why when they are appointing um, government officials, they make them to vow. They commit them with a vow. You don't vow when you don't love what you are vowing to or you are, love, you are vowing for. You don't vow to a woman when you don't love her. You don't vow to a man when you don't love him. If you love Jesus, you'll be working for him. His works will be in your hands. You'll be having wounds because of his work. Many of us say we love him, but we don't love him. God loves us, but do we love him enough? All things work together for good to them who love God. So there are people in church God loves and they also love God. And those are the people who work for the advancement of the kingdom of God. The scriptures cannot be broken. Most of the times we, 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 we miss out on our obligations of the word and we blame God for his part. So all things work together to them who love God. So the question is, it's not that God doesn't love you. God loves us. Even God loves the sinner. How much more we that are blood washed. God loves you, but you, do you love him? 
If you love him, you will work for him. And no matter the nature of the work, we will be humble enough to accept the tax to do it to his glory. I thought you are clapping. Genesis chapter 29 verse 18 to 20. Genesis chapter 29 verse 18 to 20. The Bible said, and Jacob loved Rahel. And look at what he did. And said, I will serve thee seven years for Rahel, thy younger daughter. Verse, 29, verse 19. And Laban said, it is better that I give her to thee than that I should give her to another man. Abide with me. He saw a man who loved his daughter and said, if you love her, work for seven years and take her. Now look at and verse 20. And Jacob served seven years for Rahel and they seemed unto him but a few days for the love he had for her. Do you love Jesus enough? Then if you love him, then there is no assignment that will be too burdensome for you. The burdens people will call a burden will be a joy to you. Because if your wife is pregnant and she's in labor, you even love to carry her with your hand. You are suffering, but Charlie, the joy of hearing nye, 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 you, it takes your mind from that weight. You go for a wedding and the man will carry the woman. Some of the women, you see the man slim, then the man can carry He's not strong too. He won't go and stand there like me and take picture and go. When the love is deep, the labor will be light. Yeah. You will love to work for him. Most of us, our problem is that we don't love God enough. I'm, I'm telling you today. You say it with your mouth, you sing it, you cry. You cry. As for tears, if you follow it, eh, you'll be deceived. Because you will not know the heart of a man. Only God knows the heart of a man. The heart of man is desperately wicked. Who can know it? Only God knows the heart. So if you follow tears, we have crocodile tears, we have chicken tears, we have cockroach tears, we have different kinds of tears. That is how can people get broken heart? Because they thought the man loved them. Because sometimes when he's even telling her that he loves her, then he rather is crying. The love that I have for you, eh, even the skies cannot separate us. Hey. Then some few months after, no, I block you. Because I can you imagine, can you imagine? Can you, I've even imagined, drawn it, painted it, and printed it out. Give the Lord a mighty clap of it. <laughs> Why are you always in a hurry to leave the church after service? As if, sir, somebody pushed you into the church. Like a child who is going to school. I saw a picture one time. They were dragging a child. He doesn't want to go to school. Those are the children when they close, no, they are by the gate looking for their parents. Why are you always in a hurry to leave after church? 
this is your family. You will never understand the power of belonging to a church until you travel to a place like Qatar. And you were alone for three months, six months, one year, and there was no single hallelujah said to you. Then you will say, ah, if I knew those times that pastor would say, I thought you are saying amen. I would say, amen. Because here you, go, you won't hear one. You don't know what it means to be around for one month and not hearing a single hallelujah. You're in a hurry to go out. You will not even share the grace well. You will not even greet anybody. You don't know anybody in the church except your brother, your biological brother, your biological sister, your biological mother. Your biolo- you don't know anybody. You must know somebody. The church, no matter how you see church people to be bad, they are safer than you be in the hands of wicked, worldly people. They are safer. They are safer. I love somebody who is in church who is a bad boy than somebody who has not given his life to Christ. At least the bad boy in church is trying to come out of something. And there's a witness of the spirit in him that is working on him. Than you that you say, Oh, me, I don't like church people. Church people are hypocrites. You are also a hypocrite. You. Yeah. You are a chameleon. Now, even though you are a chameleon, when you came, somebody looked at you and said, I love you with the love of the Lord. <laughs> By the time he sings the first stanza, you have turned from blue to red. Still, he was singing, I love you with the love of the Lord. You are saying church people are hypocrites. <laughs> May the Lord forgive us all. Give the Lord a mighty clap, offering. Why don't you want to serve him? Why don't you want to spend some time with him? You need to be known. You know, sometimes people run away from serving God because people will know them. And they cannot go to the places they have been going. Else the next time they go, they say, ah, you know the chorister who led the song the last time I came? Is that church, uh, ICGC chorister? Me, you'll be like Peter. Me, it's not me. <laughs> you say, oh, me, it's not me, oh. Another person will come. Ah, why you, you're in that church. I've seen you in their Facebook picture. You, you, it's you. Me, no, no, maybe somebody looks like. Yeah. You, if you want to always hide in the church, I suspect you. If you have a child picture, I cry, no, I say. My swivel. Pastor will snap me. My swivel. I mean, one, one Sunday, a, a visitor came to church, so I called. And then was like, ah, Pastor. When I went to work, everybody was telling me that they saw me on ICGC Carrie Temple's page. Where is the page? I said, oh, they saw you there with thank God. Now that means you are a member forever. Everybody has seen that you are in ICGC Carrie Temple. <laughs> he was shocked that people told hey, today you went to church. Eh? Like yesterday you went to church. Hey, you went to church. 
That means the guy doesn't go to church. Sometimes such preachers can deliver you one day. Give the Lord a mighty clap offering. Working for God is born out of our love for him. When God loved you, he gave you his only begotten son. When you love him, what he expects from you is to give him your service. Is to give him your time. Is to give him your energy. Is to say, Lord, I love you. I want to do this for you. Because at the end of the day, God is going to judge our works. Grace will take you into heaven. But God is going to judge you and reward you according to your works. What can be said about you in the annals of Karis Temple in heaven? When you open it, say your family, your, your spiritual family on earth, what did you do? What did you do? Who is in church because of you? What has happened to the church positively because of you? What impact did you come to gather or did you come to scatter? Or you were just there? You know, three types of people. They are just there. Gatherers and destroyers. Scatterers. We don't want any of them except the gatherers. People should be able to gather around you. Then we know that you are working for God. No matter how spiritual you are, no matter how gifted you are, if people cannot gather around you, that is one thing you used to check. If your church will grow, that is what they will check. If you are a pastor, you are very anointed and people can gather. You are not a pastor. Stop pastoring. So if like we started and we were one under the mango tree, four, the first day we did the Sunday, 31, and after eight years, we are 50. <laughs> I have to go and do my professional work that means God hasn't called me. <laughs> but by the grace of God, we are growing. And I went to, I, I, I went for a pastor's conference. And when the bishop said, if your church is not growing, you should not have a longing for your wife as a pastor. I say, hey! Lord, let this one pass me by. <laughs> he said, yes, I'm telling you. It was, it was wow. I'm telling you, if your church is not growing, don't touch your wife. You don't have the right to touch your wife. I said, God, Ali, we have moved over. We are 300. Hello. <laughs> Give the Lord a mighty clap of it. He's trying to say that you should not be in a mood of pleasure when the church is not growing. You, the church is not growing. You, you don't care, cry, actually. You are still on route. No. You have to, you have, you have to just sack yourself. Yeah, that's the way they use Sack yourself before your people sack themselves. <laughs> Hallelujah. Um, time is going. Hebrews chapter 6 verse 10. Hebrews chapter 6 verse 10. For God is not unrighteous to forget your work and labor. I tell you today, any labor you render to God's house, 
it will yield a thousandfold. Your amen is not strong. It will yield a thousandfold. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Give the Lord a mighty clap offering. I was talking to, um, I was chatting with Jackie today and I was there. She said, hey, daddy, daddy, daddy. I said, what is the problem? She said, daddy, guess what? I said, I don't guess who. I don't like guessing. Just say what you have to say. So my papers are in. I say, what? It doesn't happen. Your papers? Less than three months, four months? People are dead ten years? Fifteen years? That's your uncle. You are disturbing us. He doesn't have paper. He's hiding from one person to other. Say, my papers are in. I'm starting work. She mentioned some wild designer. And I said, you're starting work. Hey, remember, we are building all. So you <laughs> hurry up, work. Do more hours. Just be sending. <laughs> you are there to work for us. Just work. Just work. <laughs> work plenty hours. Then I told her, your labor in this ministry has just started speaking for you. I told them. You cannot work for God and end up as a mockery. No, I repeat that statement. You cannot work for God and end up as a mockery. No, I know I will not end up as a mockery, as a pastor. No, 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 no. I am too confident. You don't need to pray for me. I'm too the covenant is spelled out clear. All things work together for good. For them who love God and to them who are called according to divine. If you love God, you will work for him. And when you work for him, he is not unrighteous to forget. Ha! He is not unrighteous to forget your labor. To forget your work and the labor of love which ye have shown towards his name in that ye have ministered to the saints and do minister. God will never forget even the cup of water you give to his prophet. I pray for everyone here that God will plant in your heart a deep passion to find something to do and to give him all the praise. Celebrate God with a good hand clap in the house. Malachi chapter 3 verse 17 to 18. Quickly. I don't think we'll finish. I'll show you this part. This particular chapter or this particular book always comes up when we are talking about what? When we are talking about what? Bible students. Titan. Yeah, but most of you don't get to this part. Let's read it together. One, two, go. Very loud. Verse 18. I thought you were clapping for that scripture. 
Give me the NLT version of this. NLT version. He said, then you will again see the difference between the righteous and the wicked. Between those. So don't say, ah, pastor, they are doing all those things, but there's no difference. I mean, nothing. You will see the difference between the God's word is sure. It can never be broken. It will never change. If God said it, so shall it be. He said there will be a difference between the righteous and the wicked and between them that serve him and them that don't serve him. God cannot lie. So this word will be fulfilled in your life. And I'm praying that you will be on that side that has people serving him. You will be on the righteous side. You will be in the midst of the servants of the Lord. Somebody celebrating with a good clap in the house. God is going to cause a big difference. A big difference. A big difference between those who serve him and those who don't serve him. I pray you choose to serve him. You choose when the government of Ghana is paying MPs, you won't get some. Yeah, you won't get some. When they are driving their V8, I saw one on Saturday. You will see the car, the car. When you pass by the car, the car will breathe on you. The breath of the car can push you down. You see car, you see machine. And I looked at the car, Charlie. The, the car was fresh. The scent. at the car, look at it again. I said, God, one day I'll pack a land cruiser, not one, not two. I look at the car, I say, this is machine. See, yes. When government is paying them, you can't send your bank account to. Have you worked for them? <laughs> Have you worked for them? Luke chapter 15 gives us a picture of a man who had two sons. One stayed in the house to serve and one went away and was roaming. He didn't serve. See, today I was speaking to a young guy who is coming up as a musician. And I said, I want to tell you something. If you like, take. If you like, don't take. But it is a great wisdom that if you take it, it will change your life. I said, do you want to be like Joe Metal? He said, yeah, 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 yeah. In Ghana, yeah. Do you want to be like um, Nathaniel Basse? He said, yeah, yeah, yeah. Apostle, that is what, that is the aim. That is the vision. That's the vision. <laughs> I don't know where that is. Vision. That's what we have been saying every day. Now they put a Z inside the S. That's a vision. See, that's the vision. That's the, that's the drive. You know, the Lord just spoke. The Lord spoke to me that I'm just going to use my voice to bless nations. Say, great. Build oil. Be condensed with oil. Stay in your church and sing for your pastor for years. Soak oil. Nathaniel Basse is still a praise and worship leader in Redeemed Church. Praise and worship leader. 
One day an apostle met him on the plane. And he said, I want you to come and sing for me. He mentioned 20 million. Nathaniel told him that, no. <laughs> I will not leave where I am and come and sing for you. Today, look at him. If you don't build oil in the house, do metal still goes to church. Assemblies of God, North Carnation, there are about down so much. When you build oil, nobody can bring you down. You, people, that is why you don't copy people. Because when you are driving on the road, sometimes you'll be driving your four-wheel drive, then these are Toscas. <laughs> I don't know where they came from. Giddy, 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 giddy. <laughs> He will come and overtake you. When you, you two, you decide to step on small, you see that it is as if you are pulling that car back. <laughs> Life is about capacity. <laughs> yeah. By now, I know what you in the view. Oh, the other 60. They. It's as if you are pulling his car back. <laughs> Build oil. Nobody can bring down an anointed vessel. No. Nobody. When we started going on Facebook, some people would say, Are you not exposing the chest to man? You're young pastors. You have to hide. I say, Hide and do what? If you hide, where? Cave. Snake will come and bite you. <laughs> when Elijah was in his cave, God caused the brook to dry up because he has to go and meet a widow and help the widow. What are you hiding? Jesus said he's coming soon and you are hiding. Jack, I don't know. For me to live is Christ and to die is gain. If Jesus will allow a witch to kill me. But I know he has disqualified. It won't work. It won't work. If you work for God, God will have an interest in you. You think Barcelona didn't do everything to keep mercy. Some players will come, oh, go, go, go. <laughs> you want to go, go. <laughs> yeah, come players, I also have a flexi. We will pay you 100,000 pounds a month. Oh, uh, yeah, a month. You say, oh, no, they'll change it to 500. Here, oh, go, go, go. And they will go. But mercy will open his mouth and mention any amount. If you work for God, God will have an interest in you. There will be a difference. There will be a difference. So one of the sons left, went roaming. He didn't serve. The elder one, the wise one, maturity. He stayed and served. In the next 10 minutes, I'm going to show you some of the differences that will pop up as we journey on in life. There will be two sides. Life has two sides. Those who serve him and those who don't serve him. I thought you were going to clap for me. I want you to choose. Be among the people. 
who serve the Lord. Number one, when you serve God, there will be a difference between your status and the status of those who don't serve him. There will be a difference. There will be a big difference when you serve God. The prodigal son was lower to the status of a servant in his own father's house because he refused to remain in the house to serve. Be careful not to leave and come back and look like a servant in your own father's house. He left. When he came back, you see, there are some of you here, today you walk with certain people, you stand by the road to buy kinky and eat together. But I can tell you, in the next five years, the same people you walk to the roadside to buy kinky and eat there, they will not be permitted to sit outside to eat. But to you, maybe you will still be doing that. Yes. First, I used to eat beans by the roadside. Estee Johnson. That bean seller. Oh, I started eating that beans since 2000 or 1999. Ate it, I'll go and buy, I'll buy, I'll eat. But now, I can't. Because my status has changed. I'm serving the Lord. He keeps changing my status. When you keep serving God, it will change your status. When that man went and came back, the elder one was still at home and he was the son. But the one who left now, he was literally begging that God, don't take, Father, don't take me as your son. No. Take me as one of your servants. How can a son beg to be a servant in his own father's house? You want to be a houseboy in your own father's house. A rich man. When he went for the money, he shared from the father. It was estimated at $13.5 million. You come back begging to be a houseboy in your own father's house. When you serve God, when you serve God, your status will change. I thought you are saying a big amen. Luke chapter 15 verse 21. Bible said, and the son said unto his father, I have sinned against heaven and in thy sight, and I no more, I am no more worthy to be called thy son. His words would have broken the heart of the father. How can I raise a son who is now fighting to be a servant? I pray that you will not break the heart of God. Your amen is not strong. Stay in the church. Serve God's people. It will pay off. It will pay off. I am serving God intentionally. Me. I'm not doing it for free. I'm serving God because, you know, I know he's a rewarder. I'm doing it. You work. You go to work. You bath. You wake up. You go to work. Dude. Yes, you work in the parliament. You go to work. You work. Why? Because you know at the end of the month parliament will pay you I am serving God in this. you better make up your mind don't serve God haphazard if you know why you are serving him I'm serving him because I know he's a big time rewarder and he will reward me big time I don't know about you that's why I do the things I do you may not understand because you don't have the revelation but I do the things I do because I know God 
is a rewarder. If you serve God, Janice, he will change your status in life. It may not be now, it may not be tomorrow, but it will come. That day when it comes, people will wonder, where did you come from? What happened to you? Are we not all in the same church? Blah, 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 blah. But some can be in the same church. They are not doing anything. Some are there. They are wicked. Some are there. They are righteous. Some are in church. They are seven. Some are not seven at all. I pray that you will have a heart of a servant as a church member. Give the Lord a mighty clap offering. Number two, those who serve God will have their life well covered. A well covered life. A well covered life. A well covered life. Every Christian in the realms of the spirit, somebody must be leading you in the realms of the spirit. When you show up in the spirit, somebody must give account of you. Yeah. If you show up without a cover, you are in trouble. When the rain is falling, you don't have an umbrella. It will ship you. It will ship you, as we say it in Ghana. Ebebopa. <laughs> the rains will yield you. When you serve, you have a cover. I was surprised that David's army had sons of Belia. When the Bible says sons of Belia, they are sons bad boys. Wicked boys. Dirty boys. But... <laughs> In the army of David, he had them there. And they were saved because of David. Abiata was saved because of David. Saul was chasing him to kill. Saul was chasing David to kill. But you see, David was stronger than Saul. So as long as Abiata, Abiata's father was killed by Saul and his men. But as long as Abiata came to abide with David, he was covered. And he was a priest. So he began serving David as David's pastor. And inquiring from the Lord. So if David wants to fight, he tells Abiata, bring the effort. Ask God, should we go and fight or not? He was seven. So he was under the covering of David. The prodigal son was in a great need, but nobody was there to help him. Because he was on his own. Never find yourself as a Christian and be on your own. Look at what happened on Sunday. I put it on Facebook. Some of you have not seen. Somebody was dying whilst we were here. A church, a church member's wife was almost dying. But you see the mantle. The man, I didn't even know what was happening. I was here preaching and having fun. No, no, something was happening. She nearly died. But when the mantle arrived, in less than one hour, they removed oxygen. Somebody that was vomiting blood, he just stopped, started eating, and up to now, she's fine. Roland, is it not fine? It's fine. She would have died. But you see, they come, you know where they stay? Medina. And they come to church every Sunday. So once I blessed the mantle, they came to pick one and sent it to the hospital. Someone say covering. Say covering. There are some battles you don't need to fight alone. You will lose. 
You know, you know, you know, you know. You need a covering. When you have a covering, you will enjoy help from your cover. Your destiny is defenseless without a cover. If you see, when you give your tithe, you give offering, and even you are not able to come for prayer meetings and prayer services, the prayer going on in the church will cover you. Because the altar knows you. May you serve in the house. You will need help one day. One day. Everybody will need help. Yes, every human being. You are not, you are not God by yourself. You will need die need of help. Today I have to do another intervention. The guy had to go to hospital. He doesn't have money. The parents did that. They told don't go to the hospital now. But something's wrong with the person. I cleared everything. You have to belong to a church. And serve in that church. Be known as something in the church. Because one day you will need help. You will need help. Spiritually, physically, emotionally, you will need help. When it gets to the time you have to marry, you will need help. Somebody must help you quench your emotional need. When it gets to the time you need work, somebody could just say, take your CV to this person. Yeah, there was one guy who was looking for national service. They posted him somewhere. Didn't like. I spoke to one person that please help him out. In three days, they put him in a comfortable place in a big institution in Accra. You need help one day. Stop behaving like I am that I am. You are a human being. You will need help. And so your help will only come from your cover. I thought you are clapping. So when you go, you can read... Um, Luke chapter 15, verse 15, because of time. Three, when you serve God, there will be a difference in, your, in the outcomes of your life. In the outcomes of your life. Luke chapter 15, verse 17, quickly. Luke chapter 15, verse 17. The Bible said, and when he came to himself, he said, how many higher servants of my fathers have, have bread enough and to spare? And I perish with hunger. How? A rich man's hand. Because he refused to serve in the house. The son who refused to serve had become a wretched man and a beggar. Don't end up in your life as a beggar. You can't serve God and beg. David said, I have been young and now I'm old. I have not seen the righteous forsaken, nor his children beg for bread. No. You cannot end your life as a servant of God begging for bread. Don't end up a miserable person because you refuse to serve God. It may look a homongous task for you now, serving God, but it's the cheapest way to be stable in life. Serving God will stabilize your life. Most of you are serving God. You can attest that had it not been the fact that you were serving God, like now you are well. Goose chasing. Like you are somewhere. 
you are somewhere, maybe you become a mother cry. You are just there. They've given you two kids, five, and you are just there. You say, Oh, Pastor, how are you? Why is the church? And I say, Oh, how are your children? Oh, I do have fear. They, they, they are, they are. But thank God as you are serving God, He's stabilizing you. Your status is changing. The outcome of your life is changing. This guy learned his lessons the hard way, but it was at a late hour. A late hour. Don't get to that point where it is too late. You have the chance today. Find something to do. Because when you start working for God, one of the things that will happen is that there will be church growth. Because there will be more midwives. More midwives to deliver of people of children. That means to give birth to new souls. Many people. We shouldn't have few dramas. We should have like four dramas. We shadow people weekday, Tuesday, Friday. We need more people. You think, see, the organ is there. Nobody's playing. Bass is there. Saxophone is there. Saxophone is playing drum. No. Some of us should dedicate ourselves and learn certain things. It makes the work easier. Elisha was anointed but he needed the anointing to be stirred up. When you do that, you add up to what God is doing. Give the Lord a mighty clap of friend. The last amongst maybe the number four, but because of time, I'll end there. When you serve God, there will be a difference in the peace you enjoy. There will be a difference in the peace you enjoy. There will be a difference in the peace you enjoy. The prodigal son had no peace. No peace in his life. No peace. No peace. Haven't you realized how many times you come to church depressed and you leave very excited? Yeah. Sometimes just entering the church, you just forget the problem that came with you from the house. Yeah. Some people don't have peace. So don't jealous people. You see them in big cars, they don't have peace. They can't sleep. You, you don't have money. See how you sleep. <laughs> you sleep, but they have to come and beg you that it's 6 o'clock. Hurry up and go to work. Some people will take very long. They will take, their eyes are on. Some people don't have peace. But me, the way I can sleep. <laughs> if I lie down on bed, Give me five minutes, five seconds, not minutes. I will be gone. I sleep like a baby because my father has everything. My father is around me. I don't care. Let the demons come. My father will slap them. You can't sleep. Your small problem, unemployment. <laughs> unemployment, you can't sleep. At least if the president tells me he can't sleep, I understand. You, unemployment. <laughs> what do I do? Because you're waking up and being there won't change anything. Learn how to sleep. It annoys the devil. With all the pressure, even sleep and learn how to snore on top. <laughs> they will go and have another conference. I told the people to know. We knocked him off. 
relax. God is at work. Work for him. He will work for you. Yeah, work for you. Rise up on your feet. Rise up on your Oh, you can clap. I didn't like the short one. I want you to pray in two minutes. Pray to God. The Lord, I give you my heart. I give you my soul. I render my life to you as a sacrifice. Talk to God. Because you are totally devoted. You are totally devoted. You are totally devoted to serve the Lord all the days of your life. To serve his church. To serve his servants. To serve his people. Can you lift up your two hands and rededicate yourself to him? Talk to him. We give ourselves to you tonight. 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 Take our lives and let it be. Libre de le mesandalaba. Zemalaba. Use us for your glory. Sapele kotabasa. Brada da badabahasa. Thank you for your word. Send us forth as army to take the people for your glory. Set our hearts on fire. Change our hearts. Let us seek the loss. Let's dedicate ourselves to you, Lord. Use us for whatever you want to use us for. Take our lives and let it be. We want to serve you, Lord. Show us what to do. And we shall obey. Take our time, take our energy, take our resources, take our hearts. For whether we live or we die, we live and we die unto you. We give you praise. We give you glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Celebrate God with a good clap.